Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, can the new administration use legislation to keep U.S. jobs? I think tax reform is really one of the few, you know, big picture promising items that could come out of the new administration with a conservative Congress. The desire, as you mentioned, to lower tax rates, broaden the base, get rid of a lot of deduction, make us more competitively internationally with a lower corporate rate is something that both Democrats and Republicans agree with. Now, the devil is always in the details. International trade has been a hallmark of economic development for many years now. We are entering a period where some are concerned that trade may be constrained by taxes and tariffs. This is a big issue that we're now hearing from Congress as we head into the new legislative year. Joshua Baca, DDC Public Affairs Senior Vice President, is here to talk with us about what's going on downtown and how it could affect business in 2017. Josh, how are you? Morning, Jonathan. How are you today? So, uh, tariffs. That's uh, something people hadn't talked about in quite a while. It seems to be on everybody's lips down in Congress right now. It is. Um, you know, the campaign that was just ran over the course of the last year and a half, uh, this became an issue that really bolted to the front. I mean, I think Trump uh, really made this the centerpiece of his issue. He said companies that export jobs, that manufacture overseas. They want to bring their products to the U.S., they should pay an import tax to bring them in. There's been proposals in Congress that have very similar uh, impacts uh, through you know, the broadly discussed ideas of tax reform, which is a big priority for the new Congress. Uh, proposals you know, such as the border adjustment tax is another way to do this, and it's something that's really being debated downtown and you know, really a hot topic right now. So let's unpack this in, in parts. You know, there's a lot of conventional wisdom that uh, the 1930s Great Depression was accentuated by competitive tariffs, and it has been part of the liberal financial world order for over 70 years that tariffs are bad things. You know, the World Trade Organization, the European Community, NAFTA, all were all came about through this, this paradigm. And now we have a president who is saying, well, actually, I'm not sure I want to play that game anymore. Let's start with tariffs, the, the outright marking up of an item that's imported into the United States from outside, which would be a very significant thing to do. He's talking about doing it. President Trump's talking very seriously, I think, about doing it with automobiles. But there's some industries on top of the automobile industry that would be really harmed. Americans would be very harmed if there was just a straight-up tariff, right? Yep. Automobile industry, technology industry, um, food could be part of that. I mean, anything that really is manufactured overseas um, and brought back into the U.S. would be, you know, uh, liable to that tariff. You know, I don't know if there's the political will amongst a lot of people. I think people like the idea of, you know, holding those people accountable who do stuff overseas and bring their products back to the U.S. There's really never been a lot of support. And I think Trump is, in himself is a very unconventional Republican because this does not fall in and along uh, Republican orthodoxy. Not at all. Conservative economic philosophy. In fact, I think Speaker Ryan has come out and said that they this would be a non-starter, that there were better ways to do this through tax reform, to meet the objectives that uh, the president has outlined. Uh, but, you know, it just seems uh, in the world we live in today, where we live in a global economy, where goods and products come from all over the world, we export all over the world, free trade agreements that we've had in place, it seems kind of a pretty outdated idea. It does seem to be a pretty outdated idea, and it also doesn't reflect the reality of international value chains. You know, for example, in connection with the the iPhone, a couple of months ago, I looked at this closely for one of my post columns, and you know, out of the three hundred something companies that make components for iPhones, seventy five of them are American, mm -hmm. making stuff here that gets sent overseas, and so 
so you get the sense that tariffs, plain old just marking up imports, that's not something that Congress seems to be as supportive of. I don't think that there's a political will in Congress. You have, you know, Speaker Ryan comes from a conservative economic Jack Kemp uh, Ronald Reagan background, which, which has never been part of this. Which is what I'm describing is, is classical term, liberal, liberal economic economics, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't think that, you know, the will in Congress I don't think exists. Not just in the House, but I don't think in the Senate. I think, you know, the Senate has, you know, a much more thorough process. I think there is a, a desire for tax reform and maybe ways to address some of the principles of this. But the idea that Congress, in a very conservative Congress, uh, mind you, is going to pass uh, imports on product, I think seems very unlikely. Now, I think that's very interesting because I agree. I, what I've been hearing more is trade adjustment through tax reform. When I think about tax reform, as I've thought about tax reform, I've, I've thought about it and heard about it as broadening the tax space, lowering the effective tax rates, getting rid of alternative minimum tax, and things of that nature. What you're telling me is now Congress is thinking about trying to do trade adjustments through tax reform, which is to my mind, layered on something new. How are they trying to adjust taxes uh, international trade uh, through tax reform? I think tax reform is really one of the few, you know, big picture promising items that could come out of the new administration with a conservative Congress. The desire, as you mentioned, to lower tax rates, broaden the base, get rid of a lot of deductions, make us more competitively internationally with a lower corporate rate is something that both Democrats and Republicans agree with. Now, the devil is always in the details. Uh, one of the big proposals put forth in Congress that does a lot of the things that President Trump is uh, advocating for is the border adjustment tax, which in, in general, really what it does is it incentivizes companies with lower taxes who export. So if you're a Boeing, if you're a big manufacturer that exports to other countries, you're going to get a really nice tax breakout from this. Uh, the reverse of that is there would be a high tax on people, you know, specifically companies who import Think retailers, auto manufacturers, oil refineries, I mean, technology industry, for instance. Anything that comes from overseas would be subject to an import tax when it comes in. Now, to me, you know, they're two very different things, but they've become very interchangeable, both what President Trump has said and what the Republican Congress of the House is doing. They kind of accomplished the same goal in some ways. This has long been in the Republican House plan uh, outlined by Speaker Ryan uh, late or early last year that really brings us to life. Now, the question is, is there seems to be the will in the House for this. There seems to be some broad agreements in theory between the House and the president. I think the real unknown here is what the Senate's going to do. It's very interesting to me what you're describing is I would describe this as basically this is tax spending. This is this is classic instead of uh, accelerating depreciation or accelerating R&D tax credits or something. You know, at one side, the Republicans are talking about particularly Republicans and tax reform broaden the tax space. But yet this would have the effect of narrowing the tax base in some ways. There- an error in the tax brace, increase in revenue. But really what I think it comes down to is it picks winners and losers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the problem with tax reform is I think everybody likes the idea of, to get, of, of lower rates. How do you pay for it? This is one way that they've proposed to pay it. Who wins and who loses? Under the proposal right now, there are a lot of winners, but there's also a lot of losers. It's very interesting. We may be in a situation where those that uh, – most closely view to conservative or liberal economics are actually talking about tax subsidies to change the playing field. Yeah. How do you think, before we let you go, how do you think this is going to unfold if you're going to predict? Well, I think the the challenge right now is going to be, what does the U.S. Senate do? You know, the House is going to move first. They have a plan. They have ideas. The president has ideas. I think the Senate is the big unknown. I have a hard time seeing people like Senator Rob Portman or Senator Pat Toomey being in favor 
of you know import taxes, tariffs. These are key members who sit on the tax writing committees that will be responsible for it. I also think there's going to be a big movement among a lot of lobbies in town, the home, the home lobby, you know, other business interests that are trying to protect their tax breaks as well. Well, undoubtedly, we're going to be talking about tax reform many times over the coming months. This is a big deal. Taxes on imports, exports, home mortgages. Joshua Baca, DDC Public Affairs Senior Vice President, as always, thanks for giving us your perspective on what's going on downtown. Thank you. Tax reform is one of those things that you care about if you're a business person or an individual. Washington, D.C. is the center for tax policy. It is also going to be the place where business leaders have the greatest opportunities to discuss and influence what tax policies get adopted. What's Working in Washington will be covering this very important issue throughout 2017 and beyond. That's what this podcast is about. See you next time. Stay tuned for 60-second AP News headlines. Healthcare discussions. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. I want everyone to know I'm 100% behind this. President Trump met with uh, at the White House with Republican lawmakers about the GOP health care bill. He says the press has not been speaking properly about how great this bill is. I watch. I say that's not the bill we're passing. And I also want everyone to know that all of these no's or potential no's are all yeses, every single person sitting in this room. On Capitol Hill, Health and Human Services Secretary Tom Price says they're hearing the Obama health care plan is not responding to people's needs. They don't have the kind of access that they want. They don't have, they're not able to afford. We met this week at the, at the White House with many individuals who felt they'd been harmed by Obamacare, by the ACA. The president is meeting with German Chancellor Angela Merkel at the White House. The government says February recorded its second hottest temperature on record behind only last year. I'm Ed Donahue.